Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and thanks for joining me today on the Chaos to Connect podcast. Today I want to talk about choices. And I know that so often we are told, give your kid choices. If, if they're having a hard time, if they are struggling to listen, give them a choice. Because on the one hand, giving a choice can help provide or give your child some control. And so often that's kind of some of the behavioral struggle is that they want control, especially as toddlers. You know, they're growing up, they're understanding that their voice matters, that they have an opinion, and they want you to understand that. Um, and so giving a choice can help them to have control and they don't get many opportunities for control, right? Like as we're giving them choices, we're still controlling the choices. They need us to control lots of things for their safety and to move life along, but they're recognizing as they get older and older that they don't necessarily have a lot of control. And so Yes, adding in choices can certainly help provide some of that. It can help increase their independence. It can help increase their willingness to participate. It can help them, you know, even complete tasks that need to be done that maybe they don't prefer. However, today I want to touch on how choices can also lead to overwhelm and when it's actually unproductive to give your child choices. So I think choices are great. I use them a lot. Um, I think, like I mentioned before, like it's great to give your child some control through choices. It's great to hear their opinions, right? Like we want them to understand we recognize they have an opinion. We value their opinion. And especially as they're getting older, I think it's always fun to see what their choices are. However, I've also recognized that sometimes we want to give so many choices. And I think part of that is because in the heat of the moment, when we can sense that our child is about to melt down, we want to insert a choice in hopes that it will cancel out the meltdown. Like if they make the choice they want, then I don't have to worry about a meltdown happening. And I want to provide some encouragement to that because if that's the case for you, if you're recognizing my child is trying to control everything, like they want to control what they're getting, where it's going, who's sitting where, what they're using, exactly everything that is about to happen, what you say, I mean, just everything. Then your child is trying to hold on to emotions that are trying to come out. So it, in those instances, giving a choice just so that the meltdown doesn't occur is probably not going to work out for you. (laughs) Like it might contain the meltdown for a little bit longer, but if your child is struggling enough that you can sense like they're like you're walking on eggshells they're about to have a a meltdown and so you are just injecting all these choices like here you know choose what you want to do oh we can do this or this which do you want to do or which clothes do you want to wear which shoes do you want to wear what do you want to eat that sort of thing 
sometimes we need to just realize that's what we're doing. We're trying to help our child not have a meltdown when in reality what they need is a meltdown. What they need is you to listen to the feelings that are stuck there so they can get over them and move on. But the other part is that sometimes when our kids are just dysregulated, they're disconnected, they're overwhelmed, those are other times when we want to give them a decision. So for example, say you know, you told your child, you know, we can't go play outside right now because it's dark outside <laughs> um, or we have to have supper or something, you know, and then say they do have big feelings about it. Oftentimes we want to interject choices like, okay, well, we could play this or this inside, or do you want to do this or this instead since we can't do that? And sometimes when they're already that overwhelmed, when they're having big feelings, interjecting choices is actually going to make them feel more overwhelmed. They're not going to have an easy time choosing and they might even have a bigger meltdown because now they're having to make another choice and they just don't feel like they can. So this is a very simple example and I've used it in a previous episode, but I always think about how at the end of the day, as a parent, you still have to make supper, right? Unless you're going to go out and get supper which you still then have to decide where am I going to eat, which (laughs) I don't know about you and your husband, but for us, it is very challenging to just pick where we want to go eat. It's always like, well, I don't care. Where do you want to eat? Well, I don't care. What are you hungry for? And it's just like, it's ridiculous sometimes. But I always think of the example, because this happens to me a lot, is we've been making so many decisions throughout the day. And then you get home and your husband's like, oh, what do you want for supper? And you're literally like, I just... I just want you to choose because I cannot, I can't pick, like I cannot make the decision. And it's really not that complicated of a choice, right? You probably have meal planned, so you know what meals there are to make. It's probably not that difficult of an actual decision to make, but because you are decision fatigued, because maybe you're overwhelmed by the behaviors that you have had to endure that day, maybe it was a stressful day at work, you know, whatever it is. You just feel like another choice is too much for you. This is the same thing for our kids when they're feeling overwhelmed, maybe in the midst of a meltdown, because that's a lot of times when we want to interject a choice, right? Like, I know you don't like this, but I'm going to let you choose something else because maybe that'll make you feel happier. (laughs) One, we need to just listen through it. Let them be upset. We need to let them know that we're okay with their big feelings and they can let us know when they have them. But number two recognizing that adding another choice in there isn't necessarily going to, it's not going to make it better, one, because they have feelings they need to let out and that's why they're letting them out. Otherwise, they wouldn't, like kids just don't cry for no reason. Um, And number two is because now you're adding more to their stress, right? And I know it's hard to think that way because we think, oh, we're helping you, we're letting you choose, but it's that decision fatigue. Like I have so much stored up right now that I'm trying to contain and I literally I'm like grasping at it with you know fingertips and I can't hold on and now you're trying to add more onto my plate and I can't contain that either so just really being mindful of are you using choices to increase independence to help them you know create parts of the routine of their day or are you using it to either prevent a meltdown or to help aid the resolution of a meltdown and if it's those last two i want you i want to encourage you to really think about why do i feel the need to make the meltdown stop is it uncomfortable 
for you to listen to the big feelings. Are you, maybe you don't think, oh, I'm uncomfortable about it, but maybe you're thinking like, I need to help them feel better. Or is it because you're being triggered now and you don't have the patience? Like really think about why am I trying to give them choices to stop a meltdown or to get out of one? And I have a really simple solution for you, which I already mentioned. If your child is having a meltdown, simply listen. You don't need to give them choices. You don't want to stop the meltdown because no matter what, even if you stop it in that moment by giving them a choice, it is going to come out. Like it has to come out. And if not, that means your child is bottling it up. And that's not what we want either because that, you know, in turn, that repeated cycle of bottling is going to create patterns that are very unhealthy in the future, right? So I really want to just encourage you to think about when am I offering choices and is it for the purpose of helping them to be a part of, you know, our family rhythms and routines or is it because I'm struggling with the big feelings and managing them? So take some time this weekend and just start recognizing when you're using choices and think about if that's the pattern and the habits that you want to be in or if there's something else that you can be doing in those instances to switch things up a little bit. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josiah, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.